Hey, Taco Tuesday fans, this is Christian Brindle. And I am Glenn Shelton. We came together and combined our forces to create something special for insurance agents called Taco Tuesday. Let's taco about insurance. My company, Christian Brindle Insurance Services, and my company, Lead Heroes, is here to bring you the latest and greatest news happening in the insurance industry today and eat some tacos while we do it. If you enjoy the content that we put out on this podcast, feel free to leave us a review or subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Without further ado, let's get into this episode of Taco Tuesday. Did you title it? Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Welcome to the live There's stream, the everybody. Taco. There's the Tuesday. Here's the taco. Dude, I'm obsessed with these Doritos Locos tacos. And I got my wife hooked now, too. She's like a huge fan. I've already had like three off camera. What's that? <laughs> I said they are bomb. They're bomb. Got to have that crunch on camera. There's only one way to do this, guys. Oof. Mm. My goodness. Mm. I still remember when they announced this. I was like crying. I was so happy. I was like, Doritos, chips, and Taco Bell had a baby. And it's mine. <laughs> and it's mine. Uh, so, so so first comment, don't, someone doesn't have any tacos. That means you can't participate in the giveaway. <laughs> so go home. I, I hope a lot of you guys um, turn out for this because what was the total retail value that you calculated that we were going to be giving away today? Five G's. So if you look at the wheel that my co-host here, Christian, has, we have, I'm going to list everything off. And also, again, I want to give a special welcome to LinkedIn, assuming we're, we're live streaming on LinkedIn right now. This is Taco Tuesday, where myself and my co-host Christian Brindle eat tacos. Sometimes we have guests on, and then we talk about insurance. Every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Pacific Standard, 6 p.m. Eastern, we're here live streaming to you through the Six Figure Medicare Agent Facebook group as well as my Facebook group, How to Sell, how to Market and Sell Insurance to Seniors. Now, today we have a special episode. I twisted Christian's arm. I said, we're doing a giveaway. He's like, what? I said, we're doing a giveaway. We've now, we're now past 50 episodes. And in honor of passing 50 episodes of Taco Tuesday, we have decided we're going to give away more than $5,000 in prizes today live here on taco tuesday they're all listed right there i keep pointing i don't know is am i pointing correctly on your screen christian you are you are you're okay pointing, there we go pointing the right direction i wonder if i can make it look like <laughs> you're I'm pointing the right direction can i make it look like i'm spinning it i'm like <laughs> woo. so talk go through go through what some of these that are listed on there <laughs> Mention can go yes. go through so, yeah, my friends. Um, we got it. We got a what? 
We're losing you, Christian. Come again? Your internet. No. No. Internet terrible? I think you're caught up now. Can you hear me? Yeah, it's a little choppy. So go through. How, go how is it now? Better? Better, yeah. Go through the wheel and explain um, some of these some of these prizes we've got today. Yes. So we got a very good collection of giveaway prizes today. Um, anybody that's not on this live, you're a total wackadoo right now. Like you're 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 ridiculous. Okay. Sorry to say. Um, because these are some real valuable prizes. So first things first, we got Six Figure Medicare University. My course that I use to train our agents, we sell it for normally 1500 bucks. Anybody will get a free login um, with that and lifetime access, no recurring subscription fee. We got um, my, my book, How to Be a Six-Figure Medicare Agent, which has become a, a, a very um, close to my heart fan favorite in the group. Um, we've got 10 T65 leads from lead heroes. And these are absolutely diamond. They're great. Um, we've got the how to course that Glenn has available. Um, what, what, what is the, what is the, explain that to, to, to anybody that might be watching. What is the how to course? Yeah, absolutely. You're doing a great, you're like Vano or I was going to say, is it Vanna white? Yeah. You're, you're like Vanna white right now. This is, this is incredible. <laughs> you guys. We got a. It's like we got a game show going here. Um, the how-to course. So okay. So uh, almost five years ago now, I published a book called How to. Mar- Ugh, I get confused with my Facebook group. How to qualify, present, and sell final expense and Medicare supplements to seniors. We surveyed hundreds of insurance agents, asked them about some of their scripts and best tips and best practices. Only included the best responses we got in our book. And that is available on Amazon right now and absolutely a bestseller, just like Christian's book. And we are so excited to be giving away, hopefully, multiple copies of our books today right here on the live stream. Oh, and the course. So the course is me going through. It's the first 10 chapters of the book. It's me going through each of those chapters, kind of giving you an in more depth look at these chapters, highlighting some of the key points doing a, a read along at, at a few different points. It's more than 51 different videos. Um, we've had it at some different prices over the years. Right now you can get it for $100 on our website, but it's going to be given away for free today. Woo! Love it. Love it. Um, so after that, guys, we got my famous TRICARE for Life and Veterans course that goes over TRICARE VA benefits and FEHB benefits and how you can work with them as a Medicare agent and the best way to kind of maneuver them. Um, definitely been very, very popular. We've had over a thousand agents go through this course. Um, so very popular. We have a ticket to the six figure Medicare agent summit. Um, That's huge. Yeah. I mean, what can we say about that, guys? It's a it's normally a four hundred and fifty dollar retail value ticket, worth every penny. By the way, if you guys haven't been paying attention to our speaker announcements the last couple of weeks, um, then you might be under a rock or a wackadoo, whatever we might want to call you, um, because we got some of the <laughs> we got some of the best speakers um, f- 
from all over the industry coming to participate. So free ticket to that. We got 10 Medicare Supplement Lead Hero leads. My personal favorite lead, by the way. Um, we got the how-to book that Glenn was just talking about a second ago. We've got 10 Lead Heroes Final Expense Leads. And then we've got 80 hours of Lead Hero Virtual Assistant Services. Um, so this is packed. This wheel is ridiculous. Like I might need to get in the comments myself and try to win something. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that a lot? Hang on a second. Let me get my tablet, get a phone going, get in here. Who's that? Who's that? <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, so okay, I, we gotta... I, I think what Glenn and I were going to go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say we should probably explain how they can win these one of these prizes, huh? Yes. Yes. We are going to ask you guys to leave a question in the comments. So if you would like the chance to win one of these prizes, all you have to do is leave a question in the comments. We are split streaming in three different places right now. So there's a chance we might not see your name in the comments here on StreamYard. I know there's a way for you to go. What is it? StreamYard. Isn't there a link that they can go to, to show their name? So the, the best way to know for sure is like I'm watching from the Facebook group right now. We can bounce back and forth between our groups. Um, I'll check LinkedIn. But the only way to know yeah, so the only way to know if it's that person is if they have a StreamYard account because then their comments show up with their name. I'm going to pull it up. Hang on, guys. I'm going to try to change. I'm going to try to switch our internet real quickly because it's just for it's it, on my end. It's real choppy. So hang on a sec. Switch, switch. Hopefully it doesn't disconnect us. Fingers crossed. Fingers. How is it now? Is it is it is it better? Like no, it's been it's been bad all day. We're about to get this kicked off. Your internet's just trash today. <laughs> I think your internet I think your internet has COVID. <laughs> All right, let's try this. Okay, we're connecting to the hotspot. All right, how about now? Any better? Yeah, I think it's actually way better. You switched? That's that's ridiculous. Like need to revisit our internet provider you guys um yeah so um what chris and a couple of you have been saying here in the in the comment section so yeah all you have to do is click the link you don't actually have to sign up for a Streamyard account you go you click the link it's like streamyard.com slash and then i think it's there's like a number um, but if you go click on that StreamYard link or you go to that StreamYard link, you can enter your, your name and then your name will show up in the comments for us. So that way we can see um, what 
whose name it is, who's asking the question. So we're already getting some questions. This is awesome. Again, you guys, if, you, if you're just now tuning in, we have several great prizes here on the wheel right here next to me. My co-host Christian has ready to spin. So for your chance to win a prize, all you need to do is post a question here in the comments below this live stream, and then we will answer that question. Christian and I will talk about that answer, and then we're going to spin the wheel, and we'll see what you get. So um, there's a question. Can I I make a proposal? Can I make a proposal? I think we should pick people that ask the best questions. I think we should. I think we should reward people that ask the most interesting questions. Well, I don't think we necessarily have to pick every single question, right? So we should only pick the questions right. that we want talked about, right? Because this is going to get replayed. We've got a podcast. People are going to listen to this. So I want to pick good questions from the audience where people want to hear these these answers. So yeah, I totally agree. Do you want to go first? You want to pick the first question? Sure. Yeah, let's okay. Let's let's go to the top here and see what we got. Okay, so looking, 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 and guys, be throwing your com your your questions in the comments for a chance to win because you've got to spot your question. Not everybody can be a winner on this stream today, unfortunately. To be a winner, no participation trophies, unfortunately. Virtual high fives, maybe. like a participation trophy questions are rolling in so guys these should be questions that you would want okay i'm looking i'm looking i'm looking grab one i'm gonna take another taco bite while you here's one all right how about this this one do agents have to take tests to be able to sell aca like for medicare I just signed up for UHC's new products. Good question. That is a good question. um, I'll I'll answer that one for you guys. So um, essentially with with an ACA, there is a certification that you have to take that's sort of similar to AHIP, but it's not the same thing as AHIP. You have to take it through CMS's website. Um, You don't have certifications for each carrier typically like you do with the Medicare Advantage, but you do have a, 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 a healthcare.gov is what I would call it, certification that you have to take essentially over the course of time. Um, you have to take it every year. So who dropped that question? Wait, I can't see <laughs> now we have a mystery. We have mystery. a mystery question. Mystery um, winner. Like, mystery winner. <laughs> well, we know the question. We know who we know there was a question. We know who did the question. So we can always track the winner down later. I'd say spin the wheel, dude. Spin okay. that wheel. But that was my understanding. But to go back to the question though, my understanding was that it was similar to how like carriers will have mm. certain carriers will have AHIP. That was kind of my understanding of how the under 65 ACA works. Like certain carriers will have their own certification. It's not like it's not really AHIP, it's it's yeah, I mean it's 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 called the FFM certification. It's just something that has to be done every single year. Um, I'm actually behind. I haven't done mine yet, so I'm supposed to do it like today or tomorrow. But it's obviously not going to happen today. But <laughs> um, 
And that, and that question was asked by Marilyn Walker. Marilyn uh, Walker, behind, come behind. on down. You're the next contestant. Ba -ba -ba -da. All right, we ready? All ready, right, we're ready. For Marilyn Walker, spin that what wheel. Question? What is she winning? If somebody that doesn't like their prize, are they able to turn to trade it in? I don't think so. I don't think that's how this works. I think you have to take your prize, or you, yeah, you have to take your prize, or you can turn it down. All right, here we go. Here we go. For Marilyn, prize number one. Woo! Whoa! What is it? Eighty hours of virtual assistant. Whoa! The first spin, Marilyn. Congratulations. That's 80 hours of an executive administrative assistant, someone that's handpicked from my team. This is something that we'll have to have a call together to discuss, go over the tasks that you're wanting done. Um, and and yeah, super excited. That's crazy. I didn't I thought that'd be like the last one for some reason, but I guess it's just a random wheel. So I don't know why I thought that would be like the last prize. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, so so real quick before we move on to the next um, question, how can people redeem their prizes? How can how what's the best way? Should should they, should they should they send an email? Should they send a direct message? What's the best way? Um, I think they should. What what would you prefer? Would you prefer email or or DM? Christian, no, your internet connection bad again. It's weird. It's like I okay. swear, I okay. swear, Christian's in space, you guys. It's like a satellite. It's <laughs> how a about satellite. now? Yeah, it's much better. How about okay. now? So, how would you prefer these prizes okay. get redeemed? So, if if it's a prize that we're gonna give away, guys, sh shoot me a DM. That's the best way. Yeah, just shoot me a DM um, too. We'll keep it simple. Cool. DMs. Cool. Right. Slide. I think, it is, I think it is your turn. Yes. Okay. Um, going on to our next question here. I'm going to pick. I'm super excited. Let's see. There was, you know what? I wanted to go up. John. Uh, I'm scared to say your last name because I'm probably going to botch it. So I'm going to apologize in advance. John Freetag, um, his question was, is it possible to be successful without buying leads, grassroots, et cetera, question mark? So, John. Ooh, that's a good has, question. It's a great question. It really is a great question. And obviously, as soon as he said grassroots, um, one of the first things that came to mind was Rebecca Davis's group, right, and her book, right? She just published a book talking about grassroots. Um, but I'll be, you know, and again, I make a living selling marketing, selling leads, and I'm a huge fan of paid marketing. However, you don't have to do it. I'll be the first one to tell you, you don't have to do it. And there's many different ways that you can be successful without buying leads. Oh, look at that roll taco. Yes. It's officially taco Tuesday with guac. Yeah. 
love me some guac. Um, but there's a bunch of different ways you can be successful without buying leads. You can set up referral networks. Let's say you exclusively handle health or maybe you exclusively handle life and health. You could go to PNC agents. You could talk to maybe some financial advisors um, and they can refer. I know on the Medicare side, there's some people who have referral systems set up with financial advisors and they absolutely crush it. Um, so there's, you know, setting up referral networks with other agents. Um, you know, obviously I, I have a door to door sales background. I used to just go bang on doors. Uh, that's free. Last time I checked, <laughs> last time I checked, there's no cost to just go bang on doors. Um, the, where, where I think it gets tough with grassroots is it's, it's probably like a feast or famine situation. A lot of time, I think the, the part with paid marketing, where it can be an advantage to you as an agent is it's it can be very rinse or rinse and repeat, you know, 20 leads a week, 20 leads a week, or, you know, 100 leads a week, whatever your your system is, you can create a system and you can just keep working through that system. So great question, John. Christian, anything you want to add to that before we spin? I think... I think you hit it right on the head. <laughs> Christian has Christian has what appears to be like 10 tacos in his mouth right now. I don't know. I was busy answering the question. I wasn't looking, but apparently Christian decided to just try to go for 10 tacos all at once. So we're going to give him we'll give him a, it's like that's like your internet connection today. Just just trying to get through 10 tacos. <laughs> how is it? How is it now? Is it, I think I did, I think I fixed it. Yeah. No, your internet's much better now. Okay, we're gonna survive. We're gonna survive this. Um, all right, guys. So, what? Um, Anything who, who you want to add? This was for John Free Free Tag. I mean, I think, I think, I think, I think you hit it right in the head, pretty, pretty solidly there. I mean, I would say the main thing is when 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 you're prospecting for business, you're gonna give up one of two things: time or money, either or. You, it, there's no way around it. It's going to cost you one or the other. Typically, yeah. you either give up the sweat equity, or you give up some real equity. You know, find finance finances. Um, and so, really, what it comes down to is there's lots of people that have built very successful businesses without um, without you know really spending a whole lot of money on their business, but they work their butts off, right? And 100%. to build and, and to build your business like that through like cold calling. Like I, I built my business at the first couple of years, cold calling. I worked my butt off. It was very difficult, very hard. I wouldn't trade it. Um, I wouldn't do it again today is what I mean. I wouldn't trade what I'm doing today to do that again. Um, but essentially, you know, in my opinion, I believe that it's best long-term to build your business by spending money. I think long-term your business is going to peak if you don't spend money, you know, and I just don't think it's going to be something that is intuitive of the best interests of your business long-term, but I think you can definitely do it at the beginning. Would I want to do it permanently? Probably not. You could do, you know, another thing I think I would mention here before we spin the wheel, I think, I think you can have a healthy mix, right? Um, yes. I, I think I mentioned this on another episode, but I actually read the manual that Mutual of Omaha used to give out to their captive agents. 
And that's exactly what Mutual of Omaha recommended to their agents is paid marketing, referral networks, you know, seminars, events, doing something like cold knocking or cold calling and, and just kind of this, this mix of different marketing things. And, and so you can kind of have a different flow of, of prospects coming in from different angles because you don't know what's going to work best and you don't know if something's going to stop working or you need to change things. Um, but yeah, I think we really thoroughly answered that question. So John, yeah. let's see what you win. All right, here we go. Here we go. One ticket to the six-figure Medicare agent. Oh, John! <laughs> Welcome to Utah, city baby. Um, send me a DM to get your <laughs> ticket, and we'll get you set up. We'll get you set up for yes. four hundred fifty dollars value. So, congratulations! Um, These, the big prizes are going first. What is this? This is crazy. Yeah, I don't. I know. This I know. Is That's crazy. pretty crazy. Okay, hey, really fast, before Christian picks a question, you guys, if you want a chance to win some of these prizes, we've already given away two. You want a chance to win one of these prizes, all you have to do is ask a question. We're not going to be able to get to everyone's question today, but the most interesting questions that we see, we're going to try to grab, and then we're going to answer them, and then we're going to spin that wheel and see what you guys win. So, Christian, Go ahead, find another question here that you think would be a great topic, and let's go through. Mark Mark is just brown-nosing right now. Shame on you, Mark. Shame. <laughs> Shame for brown-nosing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he knows I'm, uh, how am I supposed to avoid these, these directed questions? Yeah. All right. Um, I got one for Jillian Sims. Um, out of New York. So, okay. If you are just starting out new, how do you build referral partners when you don't have referrals to offer them? That's a great question. Whoa. Fire. So I'll, I'll give my answer and then, yeah. Um, we'll see, we'll see what, if, if Glenn has anything to add. Um, yeah. So for, for me personally, what I would say is when I first started, building my business and essentially working with referral partners, I had zip to offer them, right? I didn't have any clients at the time. I had very few. I didn't have a whole lot that I could recommend to them. The main thing is, is if they carry an active health insurance license, you can give them a referral fee per, per member. So a lot of times these, these, you know, PNC agents that might carry a health license or somebody that's doing ACA that doesn't want to do Medicare, or maybe they're doing, life and annuities, but they have a health license, but they just don't want to deal with Medicare. There's a lot of those people that exist. Um, and what you pitch them is simple in my mind. You're going to pitch them that, listen, I don't do what you do, or at least you can trust me not to do what you do if you do do what they do, right? Um, but if we work together, we're, we're protecting your the integrity of your business because someone else is out there selling Medicare right now to your prospects, to your clients. But the the difference between me and them is, number one, you know for a fact that I will edify you, I'll make you look good, and I'll send them back to you for your product and service. So I'll protect it. You know I'm not going to poach your business on the products you already have in the house. Number two, um, you know for a fact that um, you're going to be able to profit off of it because I'm able to give you a referral fee. So that's really the pitch that's very powerful. 
right? And when you really present it in that way, if they're not working with anybody, they realize that it's kind of stupid not to work with somebody, right? Because somebody's going to come in that's a jack of all trades and replace their auto policy or replace their life insurance policy or replace their annuity or whatever the case might be. Um, so that's that would be my advice to that. Just make sure just because you don't have anybody to refer to them right now, you make the promise that as I build my clientele, as I build my book of business, I'll have I'll send people to you as we go. But right off the bat, this is what I can do for you. I think that was a great answer. Um, the one thing that I was going to mention is obviously rebating is a real thing. So if they're not licensed, yeah. um, there's a limit. What is it? $15? Isn't there like a, a dollar limit on how much you can actually pay that person for the referral? Yeah. And it's, it's pretty, it's pretty small. Yeah. So I think it's $15. Again, I'm not a legal expert. I'm not trying to give everyone legal advice here, but you have to be careful with rebating. You can't go to someone and say, hey, you know, if you get John to buy insurance from me, and even though you're not a licensed agent, I'll give you half my commission. I know for a fact that's illegal. <laughs> so be careful. Um, but I do think, I think going into referral relationships and expecting to give more than you get is a great way of doing it because I can't tell you how many referral relationships I've personally seen die because you go in there and you maybe you give one referral and then you like, you have your hand out and you're like, Hey, I want, I want referral. I gave you one. Where's my referral? Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't look at it like that. I would just look at it as, Hey, you're building a friendship. You're building a network. If you, if something's coming up that you don't deal with, be happy to refer it to someone, even if you're not getting compensated. But the hope is, is that they're going to refer people back to you. You know, it doesn't have to be, I, there's this thing with, with agents and not just agents, but with, with all people, right. Is that like, it's a scoreboard. Like you have to be like, okay, Glenn did one referral. Christian did one referral. Like I, I wouldn't approach the relationship like that. I would approach it like, Hey, I'm not doing anything in the PNC insurance space. I have no interest in doing anything in the PNC insurance space. Here you go, you know, PNC insurance agent. This person's interested. This person's interested. And just hope that, you know, if it's a senior insurance or a life health, that maybe it gets passed back to me, right? If, if they're not licensed or they're not interested in that type of business. So that's my answer. I like that. That's really good. I mean, bring value, guys. Don't always just focus on what's in it for you. Give and don't expect always instant returns and sometimes things go good for you. Yeah. All right. Should we spin? Spin that wheel. Six-figure Medicare University. So can I spin one more time? Because... Jillian's going to get free access to this anyway. Because uh, like, Okay, spin again then. Spinning, spinning again. That's a cheap, spin again. cheap one. How to book. Hey, how to, how to qualify, present, and sell final expense and Medicare supplements to seniors. Send me a DM with your address, and I will make sure you get a copy of that book for free. Congratulations. And send me one too for Six Figure Medicare University, and I'll give you access to that as well. If you're not in there already, I can't remember. That, that was the best prize. If I'm being honest, my book 
It's better than Christian's. It's better than Christian's book. It looks better. It's prettier. I'll it's give, better I'll, than Christian. I'll give you, that. I'll give you Christian's, that. How many videos are in Medicare University? How many videos do you have in there? Pushing two hundred now. My book has three hundred pages, so <laughs> clearly it, it's better than that too. I, mean, <laughs> I love it. I'm teasing. I love it. Awesome. Right. This is You're super fun. Your, okay. your turn, Mr. Shelton. Yes. Awesome question. I saw one. And Mark, Mark, I'm, admittedly, I'm probably going to get that question at some point, but there was one other one that I saw. Oh, speaking of books. Okay, I don't know who this is. Can you find this out while I'm answering this question? Besides your books, what books do you recommend? That is a fantastic question. So I'm going to specifically answer this question in regard to insurance industry. Obviously, there's a ton of books. I guess I'll, I'll, maybe I'll mention a few books that I, that I like that have kind of shaped me and, and my business and my career. The first book that I absolutely fell in love with is The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. Now, a lot of people hear that title and they get super turned off. They think, oh, Christian's going back to the the old library back there. <laughs> um, yes, that's it. That's the magic book right there, you guys. So the 4-Hour Workweek, it's really all about this idea that you can hire a virtual assistant or an assistant, right? And you can delegate these tasks and and essentially live your life free of having to constantly run your business the day-to-day of your business. And you can outsource and, and manage a lot of your tasks inside your business. And it really kind of changed my perspective on, on how I look at things. Um, it's just really great. But the principles are tried and true in there, even though uh, the actual like companies that he recommends might not even exist anymore. I still, I've given out that book to probably more than 10, 20 different people since I read it. So highly recommend that book. Now, as far as the industry goes, um, one book that I really, and there's a bunch of great books, and I'm sure Christian has a bunch of books he'll recommend. But the other book I wanted to recommend is Jeff Root's book on how to sell term life insurance online and over the phone. At the time, it was it when I read that book, I was like, man, he just gave it all away. If you don't know who Jeff Root is, he has probably sold more term life insurance personally and through his agency online and over the phone than any other, you know, personally that I know. And the book, absolutely, he just gives it away. He really does. Just just value, just so much value. So I highly recommend that book. Um, if you just search Jeff Root on Amazon, it should pop right up. I think he was only charging like 10 bucks for it. Um, so I'm going to stop at those two. There's a bunch more books I could get into. Christian, I'd love to hear your thoughts on books and that you would recommend. Real quickly, that it was Chris Smith that asked that question. Chris Smith getting a prize. Um, so for me, there, there's a lot of books. Like I, I love books. Like I, I, I do low key. I know Glenn doesn't think I read any of them, but I, I love books. <laughs> it's wall art for you. And, I love to look at them and not open them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, so, man, Fanatical Prospecting is a great book um, by Jeb Blout. That's a really, really great book. Um, 
was a book called Relentless that I really liked. That was by Tim Grover. Tim Grover was the personal trainer of Michael Jordan, Dwayne Wade, Kobe Bryant. Um, Did you really post that book recently? Uh, Relentless. Yeah, you posted that recently, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's a good book. Um, the book Outliers is fantastic for any of you that really enjoy the challenge of being top performers in what you do, right? Like Outliers kind of is a book that's written by Malcolm Gladwell, and it's essentially dissecting top performers in all areas of life, business, athletes, um, just all different kinds of life. And, you know, the main principle that came out of it that made the book really famous is in order to be an expert at something, you have to be, you have to spend about 10,000 hours of doing it first. Um, 10,000 hour rule. So that's a really great book. I, I enjoyed that one a lot. Um, and then you got the classics, of course, right? How to win friends and influence people. That's Think and grow one. rich. Um, that I could go on and on and on, but those are just a couple that come to mind. Rich dad, poor dad. Love rich dad, poor dad. Um, any Grant Cardone book, 10X rule, seller be sold. I love all those books. So yeah, I could talk books all day with you guys, but um, just for the sake of time, we'll spinner. We'll spinner. Spin Chris Smith. What's it going to be? The Tricare course. Whoa. Pretty good. If, if you're if you're already in that, Chris, let me know, and I'll find out another thing to give you. But because I know a lot of you are already in that course, but if you're not, let me know. Um, it's my Tricare Veterans and FEHB course for free. So shoot me a DM, and we'll get you free access. Why? To that. I have a question though. Why would you need that course when you could just post in Six Figure Medicare Agent and say, Christian, you can't <laughs> sell Medicare. <laughs> you can't sell people with Christian. Tricare. You can't sell them if they've got TRICARE. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally kidding. It's a great court. That's it's a hot a hot button issue where that comes up over and over and over. That's why I'm teasing Christian right now. I I got a question that I really just jumped out to me. Yeah, um, guys, ask questions for a chance to win. We're scrolling through, so even if your question falls back a bit, doesn't mean it's not going to get answered. Um, right. We might not be able to get to everybody, but definitely ask a question, comment below the video, and we will do our best to answer it. And then you could potentially win a prize. What do you have to lose? So Jamie asked kind of a two-part question. Um, Jamie Hidley. And so the first part of the questions, it was it said, um, who is your biggest mentor? But then the other part of the question was your biggest influence when you got started. I love that question, actually. Yeah, like I, I liked that too. I saw that one. So I'll I'll go first. Um, my biggest influence when I got started. So when I got started, I I consider myself getting started from age twenty to twenty three, in those three year gap. Um, I I got I got to put I got to put my dad in there because you know my dad was the person that got me into the insurance world. Uh, my dad was you know, a successful agent for a lot of years before I ever got started. And um, he's the one that taught me. So I got to put him in that list. Um, I, I still am. But back then I was a huge Grant Cardone fan, right? Like I watched every single video, every single one. Um, so I was, I was really, really big into Grant Cardone. I've always been fascinated with Steve Jobs. So I've studied, I studied a lot of Steve Jobs. 
back then. I just was inspired by him. Um, let's see who else? Gary Vaynerchuk. I've always been had a soft spot for Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, when when I I'm, I'm thinking about when I first got started. Right as time went on, I'd say there's people that I've probably learned from that are in the in the industry that have been really impactful for me. But uh, those are just the ones that come to mind when I was first starting. Because when I was first starting, I didn't really have any insurance connections that I would consider like influences outside of maybe my dad at that point in time, you know, that was later on when I was probably already pretty established. But um, yeah, for me, I mean, I, I took a lot of um, inspiration from guys like that. Yeah. Those were some great, the Steve jobs one stands out because that was, I mean, as a kid growing up as a kid, right. Um, the iPod was like everything right which now an ipod it's like a joke like i you know <laughs> who uses ipods anymore nobody right like but um it was kind of with steve jobs for me too um i think i think just like his he was just such an aggressive business person like he it was all like his man one of my one of my i'll just kind of pick i've read his whole biography i need to read it again it's so great the walter isaac that's another book uh, the Walter Isaacson. Oh my good lord! Kristen's <laughs> going back to the fake library right now. <laughs> oh, there it is, Kristen. Yes, that book, you guys, is absolutely ah. I could not stop reading. Like my wife got mad at me because I could not stop reading that book. But um, one story from that book, um, he got this. You know, after after Apple went public. And he became, he was worth hundreds of millions of dollars. He bought this mansion, but he was still so addicted to the work, to putting himself in the business that he never even furnished this mansion that he bought. He was like sleeping on a mattress on the floor <laughs> for years in his mansion. Like, and like, I just, I don't know. That just really clicked for me when I read that. Cause like, that's, that's like the passion, right? It's like, he's at the office seven days a week. He's not at home. <laughs> furnishing a man even though and he's got the money you know like that's not a money thing at that point so uh steve was definitely like he inspired me to definitely like i knew i wanted to start a company one day because of steve um some other people though like early influencers man um, I would say, like, if, if we're talking, like, in the industry. <laughs> I didn't even know you. It was almost 10 years ago. We, the funny part is, is we we got started around the same time. And I didn't even yeah. know you existed. I was I was about 22, almost 10 years ago. Um, but, you know, I really – one person I'll give a shout-out to and I was on a call with this morning was Matt Mungia. Matt, um, personal producer – just wrote a ton of final expense on his own pen. I, I started as many of you know, in the life insurance side of the business. So, you know, following Matt, um, another one, Doug Massey down in Florida. Um, both of those guys have written just so much final expense premium. It's absolutely insane. And seeing what they were able to do definitely kind of helped inspire. I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, if Matt can write half a mil, surely I can write a couple hundred thousand. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, that was a great question. Love that question. Um, yeah. So, Jamie, let's spin and see what you win. Let's spin to see what you win. Spin to win, baby. Spin to win. 
Okay, here we go. Ten final expense leads. Hey, 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 hey. Jamie, shoot me a DM. Remind me that you won. We're going to get you 10 free final expense leads. That's a $300 value. Congratulations. Thanks for asking a question. I love it. I love this it. This is awesome. Your turn. Your turn. All right, Mark. You win. Mark, Mark baited me in on this one, you guys. Glenn, <laughs> which actionable best practices would you give agents looking to source Filipino virtual assistants for insurance admin tasks. So obviously this is near and dear to my heart. I've probably interviewed more than a thousand Filipinos at this point since I started my company almost seven years ago. Um, and you learn, you, you know, kind of like what Christian said earlier, he mentioned it takes 10,000 hours to become an expert. It's not something you learn overnight. You know, it's not something that you can read a book or watch a video you know, my, my skill set has just come from um, trial and error, you know, trial by fire, just, just trying different things over and over and over and over and over. And you just get to a point where you really kind of learn expectations and how things work. So best practices for sourcing a Filipino. So, you know, one thing that I've done many times over the years that I would recommend to an agent. So if you're trying to hire, let's say you, you want to hire one Filipino and you're not sure, and you let's say you, you you're interviewing, you know, five different Filipinos, and you think maybe there's five candidates that you've found that could do the job. My recommendation would be to hire two or three of them because the chance you, you could interview them for 10 days, you're not gonna know how they perform until you hire them. So I've done this many times where if I knew I needed a certain number, I'm gonna hire more because I'm gonna anticipate that those people are either gonna quit, not perform to the standards that I'm expecting, you know, or it just doesn't work out. So um, that's one thing that I, I would recommend when you're trying to actually source that Filipino, um, do your due diligence, right? So, you know, ask for a resume, do the interview, hire more than, you're, than you actually need. So if you only need one person, hire two or three, um, give it a probationary period of two to four weeks. And then, you know, at the end of that two to four weeks, you know, again, make sure you're transparent with this person up front. You know, hey, this is a probationary period. We're going to try you out. You're going to get paid. And at the end of the two to four weeks, um, if everything looks great, you know, we'll bring you on full time. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, I mean, I could get into a lot more, but I think that kind of covered. What do you think, Christian? Does that kind of cover it? Yeah. I mean, I learned something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's not my has, world. You know, Christian might not have Filipino virtual staff, but Christian definitely has staff. He just hired someone recently. So Christian, you know, removing the, the Filipino virtual from that, you know, what, what sort of tips would you have for agents looking to hire staff? Yeah, I mean, I think the, the main thing I've, I've learned is I, I've made a lot of mistakes hiring staff. Like I've, I've met, I've screwed up a lot. Hiring staff. Um, I'm a terrible judge of character. <laughs> and so I would say, I would say like, you know, I, I, I would, I've, I've had to fire people over it because I picked the wrong person and it sucks. And um, I feel like a total 
asshole over it, you know. <laughs> so I would say the best piece of advice I can give. I'm gonna have be, a heart attack. <laughs> I'd say the best piece of advice I can give to that is like if you're in your business and you're hiring people, let's say. And let's just assume you have somebody else in your business with you. Maybe it's another agent. Hopefully you'd have at least one other person that works with you that you, somebody that you can trust, but maybe they're, maybe they're a better judge of character than you are. Maybe they'll see something that you don't. And so kind of our process now is, you know, we have another person here in the office that does all is going, does all the interviews going forward with people first time around. She looks at the resumes. I don't even look at resumes. I don't interview with anybody unless she likes them first. Because she's a little bit more skeptical than me. Like one one problem I would have is like people would come in and interview with me and I'm just like, I I just can't shut up sometimes. I'll just keep going. And um, they'll come in and sit down with me and I'll just start talking and talking and talking. And I'm I'm just so conversational that, you know, I'll just get into this great conversation with someone and they've barely said two words. And they're just like, this is going awesome. This is going great. They're just like sitting there like... (laughs) They're like, I got this. I got this. He likes me. I got this. And I, I just like everybody. That's the problem. And so yeah. I'll walk out and I barely know anything about them. And I'll be like, I like that guy. I like that guy. And like our admins will be like, really? You like that guy? You know? And so I would say, don't try to, to get, don't try to do all the interviewing yourself. If you can um, put them through, did, put them through the Tony Robbins disc assessment. I think that's a really good oh, test you, you can go. put them through. Um, just try to make sure you can know as much about them as possible. And sometimes it can prevent some of those mistakes. It's not a hundred percent foolproof, but it's helped. It's helped for us. I like the Myers-Briggs too. That's actually, yeah. I, I had all of, I got really into the Myers-Briggs, which is a personality test. <laughs> I have an ENTJ shirt. Um, shout out to fellow ENTJs out there, but, um, I got so into it that I took like my, my executive team, my management staff, there's like 10 people that helped me run the company. And I'm like, Hey, all of you are taking this test. I need to figure out <laughs> who you are in this personality. Test. <laughs> who you I, are. I need to know who you are. It's not <laughs> a perfect. Obviously it's just a personality. Test. It's not like, you know, it's not like a background check, right? Like it's not like exact science, but it, it's interesting. It's interesting. Have you taken that by the way? Not the Myers. I've taken the disc assessment. Oh, bro. You need to, I want you to take it. You need to take that in text. I want to, okay. I feel like you might be an ENTJ, bro. You're, you're the, I think you're the See, I don't even know if that's good or bad. I don't know if that's, I know I'm a DI on the disc assessment. I took the disc assessment once. I can't tell you anything in regards to my resume. Maybe I'll do the disc if you do the Myers Briggs. All right. All right. Deal. I know Johnny Brock got big D. Big job, Johnny. Proud of you, Johnny. Let's spin for Mark. Mark, come on down. Woo! What did he get? 10 T65 leads. Bang! Mark, let's go. Congratulations, Woo! Mark. Great question. It was close to being my book, which he already has one. He made a very wonderful review video of it not so long, not too long ago. So that it. was good. It landed on the leads because yeah. probably would have had to spin again. But all right. Um, Your turn, sir. There was one that I saw. Oh, okay. So I got I, I saw a question from Bonnie Jacobson. Um, okay. 
that I liked. What's the best way for a newbie to find a mentor? Ooh. So I, I thought that was interesting, right? Because like there's so many people out there in the stratosphere, you know, that are kind of raising their hand and be like, pick me, pick me, new agent, pick me. I won't, I won't completely screw you. And then they screw them, you know, not that that's always the case. It's not always that cut and dry. Sometimes things are a little bit more complicated than that. Um, but yeah, I mean, sometimes it's when it comes to a mentor and, and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of, I'll kind of put it in the same category as, you know, finding an upline, right? An upline, a mentor, whatever you want to call it um, in our business. Sometimes it's about personality types and how well they mesh together and what, and what a good match they are, or maybe not so much a good match they are. Um, and so I, I would, I would tell people that think about that, think about how you want to be spoken to, think of how you want to be treated, um, and think about where somebody's strengths might lie. So like if there's an upline out there, let's say that is an absolute beast at television commercials and grassroots marketing, let's say, but you need help with digital marketing, maybe they're not your guy or gal. You know, um, you want to learn from somebody who's can, has what's available to teach that you need to know. Right. Um, and so I would say, just, just keep in mind who you are, what you need, what your strengths are, what you want your business to look like. And, um, also make sure that you feel a connection with that person, right? You got to make sure you feel a connection with them, make sure that you can have some kind of reputable, um, equitable, um, track record of that that kind of backs up that they are actually successful in the business can i so let me ask you a question about this okay because this is interesting should your upline automatically be your mentor that's a good question i think i think i think if you're brand new to the business it definitely helps to have, for your upline to be your mentor if they're able to do that because you're so new right you're not going to know right. anything right um, and I think it just helps if you can have that kind of relationship with them. If you're experienced in the business, let's say, let's say you're eight years in and you've got it figured out and you have, you make it, you make two, three, 400 grand a year in renewals or something like that. Right. Um, like you don't really need somebody to teach you the business. So at that point, your mentor probably, you probably don't need a mentor at that point. And if you do, you need a mentor that can help you grow into the seven figure range. Um, but it could then, I think it depends on where somebody's at in their journey and in their yeah. business. No, I, I think that was a comprehensive answer. I really do. Um, and, and honestly, I'm just going to kind of build on what Christian just said there is, you know, when someone comes to me and they're like, Glenn, who should I contract with? Who should my upline be? Kind of my default answer is, you know, even if there's an upline that I love that I would recommend, it doesn't mean that that upline is going to be the right fit for you. Right. You know, I think Christian's awesome. I would highly recommend contracting with Christian. <laughs> Contract with him. <laughs> but that being said, where you're at and what your needs are, that might not necessarily fit with Christian. So you really do need to talk to multiple people and figure that out. And, and there should be some type of connection there, like Christian said. <laughs> And, and making sure that you're clear with your expectations. I mean, we spent a whole episode just last week talking about the relation. I mean, it's, it's been this ongoing thing on Taco Tuesday this month. 
is the ongoing relate like the relationship between the upline, you know, what you should be giving and what you should be getting. And so like having that transparency with your mentor or with your upline and, and just being clear, you know, Hey, this is what I'm looking for. Can you do this? And then talking to several different people and picking who you think is the best fit for you. You know, that's really what I would recommend. I like that. Who was that? Good. Whose question was that? That was Bonnie. Just had it. Jacobson. Bonnie Jacobson. Come on down. Wheel time. I'm spinning it backwards, spinning in the other direction. What is it? Tricare course. Woo. Do you want to spin again? We can. It doesn't matter. It's um, your call. All right, Bonnie, here's what we'll do. We'll spin again, and you pick which one you like better. Oh, okay. There we go. Because I know we already gave away Tricare course. Yeah. How to course. Hey. Maybe it, whichever one you'd prefer. Yeah. Let us know, Bonnie. Um, you just have to pick me or this guy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy over there. Wait, wait. This, this guy. <laughs> yes. Um, guys, if you're just now tuning in, Christian, by the way, I know we're, we're getting close to an hour mark, so I want to be courteous of your time. Do you have, can we extend a little bit today? Are you good? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I think we need to. I think yeah, we need to. We so need many giveaways to. that still need to be done. Well, plus your internet connection like ruined like what, 30 minutes of this? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, 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 you're good. So yeah, let's extend this because this is awesome. So guys, if you're just now tuning in to have an opportunity to win a prize on this prize wheel right here, which there's more than $5,000 worth of giveaway prizes on this wheel. Uh, I'm also going to take a mention. Uh, I want to take a minute to mention that Christian also has a discount if you don't win a prize today, you can get Medicare six-figure Medicare agent university for what is it, sixty percent off? It's it's actually it's actually a bundle. So it's a bundle Ooh. that puts together um, really two courses and two webinars for about four hundred and ninety-nine bucks. Um, it's normally a two thousand dollar retail value. So seventy-five percent off. Yes. Um, Holy that's, that gives you six figure Medicare university, how feed the beast content creation and online marketing, branding course, um, content creation, digital marketing, that kind of stuff. Um, and then there's a, there's an email marketing webinar. Um, and then there is a Facebook ads webinar included. So it's a bundle. You get all of those together. Um, that will be ending at midnight tonight. Absolutely take advantage of that, you guys. That's a huge opportunity if you're trying to learn, trying to grow, trying to, I mean, just hours and hours and hours. It's like sitting with Christian for 10 months straight. Like that's how much content mm -hmm. he just he just mentioned there. I'm also going to take a minute to mention a promo that we have ending tonight. You can get our fixed cost T65 final expense and MedSup leads, which we're giving away today. We've already given away the F. Have we given away all of them now? I think we have. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think we did all. Yeah, because we did the T65 med sub and right. FE. Yeah, you're right. We did. Yeah. Or did we give away the med sub? No, I think we did. Um, but those are normally $30 per lead until midnight tonight. You can get those for $20 per lead. So 33% off leadheroes.com if you guys are looking for some fixed cost telemarketed call verified leads. All right. It is my. Is it my turn? I think so. I believe I think so. 
think you're right. Let's see, man. There's some great ones, you guys. I really I already even know what I'm gonna pick next too. I've already you already know. I already know. I really hope I pick it then and (laughs) and ruin it for me. Yes. Is this um, Jason Deems? What's your top five producing states? Is that it? No, that's not it. But that I saw it and I was considering it. I'm picking that because question. uh, This kind of comes back to telesales because obviously, if you're selling face to face, you're probably not selling face to face in five different states. If you are, congratulations. That's a crazy (laughs) thing. Driving around, yeah, you're like. Gotta go to Mississippi today. <laughs> got a, I got a stick shift over here. Um, my, so I'll tell you. So when I, I guess I'll monologue here for a minute and then I'll let Christian take the wheel. Um, I thought coming into telesales and call center business, I thought there'd be one magic state. And I honestly thought it was Kansas coming in. I was like, I was like, it's Kansas. Nobody's selling in Kansas. I'm going to call Kansas and it's just going to be a gold mine. And yeah, Kansas is pretty good. But the reality is what I figured out is most states have good parts and bad parts. There's, I think there's some like states that are good overall um, where you can't really go wrong. But that's, that's kind of been the reality that, that I, I feel like is, is from the marketing end of it is there's good parts and bad parts in every state. Now my top, my top five favorite to market in, it's going to be some of the more rural states. So I love Wyoming. Um, the people in Wyoming are really nice, high response rate. It seems like agents convert well when they get leads in Wyoming. The downside to Wyoming is there's it's Wyoming. Like what's the population of Wyoming? Is there even a I don't even five think there's people, a million. Five people? Yeah, there's like what? I think it's like 700,000 or 800,000 people. Like- there's, it's a huge state with nobody in it. So I really like Wyoming. Um, West Virginia, another rural state, high response rate. Agents seem to close well. Um, I like South Carolina. You could, you could kind of bundle South Carolina and North together. But if I had to pick one, I'd probably pick South Carolina. Again, they're receptive to the marketing. They're happy to do business over the phone. Seems like agents close more leads there. So that's three. Um, I would like, what's next? I, I, you know, I probably, I don't know. Would Utah be in my top five? No, no. (laughs) Everybody goes selling Utah. (laughs) I will say I was talking to an agent today about the preset appointments that we do in, in Utah. When we, when we've been running campaigns in Utah, it seems like we do a little bit better there than other States. So I'd say Utah is in top five, maybe not number four, but it's top five. Um, what's another like great rural state that we do on? Um, Oklahoma, Iowa, pick one of those. There's six states. I just gave you six. You got a bonus state in there. So really fast recap. Um, Wyoming, West Virginia, South Carolina, Utah, <laughs> Oklahoma, Iowa. Boom. There you go. All right, Christian, take the wheel. So what what was the question? I want to make sure I answer it right. Is it is it your favorite states or the best states? Um, top five producing states. 
Okay. So, so top five states, like we personally write the most business in. Yeah. Okay. What, what do you like? What do you like to write business in top five? Well, of, of course, home base. Um, if I could write, ten, if I could write, I'd rather write five policies in Utah than seven in another state. I'm just weird that way. Like I just want to crush this market if I can. Um, and it's kind of been our focus. I'd say probably 70% of all our clients are in Utah. And then 30% are spread out across the rest of the country. Um, weirdly enough, like I, I really like selling in parts of Texas. Um, it just seems like a very, and this is just my personal preference. Like I, I believe if you're trying to do generate leads, all the states that Glenn just mentioned are probably going to be absolute fantastic. I'm just talking about states that yeah. I just enjoy the markets for whatever reason. Yeah. I like certain parts of Texas. Now, Texas is so big that one, one part of the state is going to be dramatically different from another. Um, yes. I like Colorado a lot for MedSup. Um, for some reason, I've just had a lot of good success with MedSup there. The rates seem to be good. Um, Idaho, because it's so close to us, we do, we do a bit of business in Idaho. And we end up having a lot of clients that move there. Um, ironically enough, we have probably our second biggest state in terms of where our own clients are. The percentage of clients is going to be Florida. It's going to be that's our second biggest state in terms of how many clients we have. Um, second to Utah. Now, Florida is a nightmare to sell in. We don't go looking for clients there. Um, <laughs> they seem to just come find us. Florida. <laughs> but, Sorry, Florida. <laughs> It's, it's the weirdest thing because I'd say out of, you know, and we've talked about, you know, our podcast and those kind of things and like how many clients we've gotten from it. We've talked about that before. I'd say probably half of every person that's reached out to my office from the podcast has come from Florida. Literally probably half, if I had to guess. That's crazy. I don't know why. I don't get it. I don't understand. But we'll I, I feel it. like I feel like half the senior insurance market, both seniors and insurance agents are in Florida. Like, yeah. it's like its own like ecosystem down there, dude. It's the craziest yeah, yeah. thing. It's ridiculous. But, it's but yeah, crazy. I mean, did I get five? So that was Utah, Texas, Colorado, Idaho, Florida. Yeah, that, that's probably the five yeah. states where we do the most business. Um, I like South Carolina. Um, I like Virginia. But just, just be, I just had to learn that market out of necessity. We had a team of agents there. Um, what about West? West Virginia. West I Virginia. I don't think I've ever sold a policy there. I'm licensed. I'm but, gonna send you. I'm gonna send you some just free West Virginia leads. I just need you to get one policy. Just tell me when you get one policy, and I'll stop sending you West Virginia. I need you to have at least one. Two hundred leads later. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I, I don't have any. <laughs> Keep sending them. <laughs> I don't know. They just they don't. They're not answering. Don't the phone. <laughs> All right. So who asked that question? Ooh, that was Jason Deems, which I think he said he had to dip. But I, I, tagged, I tagged him. I, okay. I, I hope he sees this. But all right, here we go, no, Jason. Okay. Jason, come on down. Ten med sub leads. I don't think we've done the med sub leads yet. I think that was the final leads we've given. And if we do double, we do double. I don't know. We'll have to go back and double check. But congratulations, Jason. All right. All right. So what's the question? Yeah, you had one already picked. Yes. Yes. Um, This was from the one and only Chris Bell, who I love. Um, 
How do you respond when a client's friend says not to ever pick Medicare Advantage? Ooh, that's a great question. I didn't see that question. That's that's a that's a great one. Um, man, I love that question. So, and it happens all the time, right? Um, yep. The main thing now, now, before I say this, there will be people that watch this episode or listen to it. Um, and they're going to try out what I'm about to say. It's not, it might, and for the first one or two times, it might not work. And they're going to be like, Christian's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is the thing with certain people, they are going to listen to their friends over you, no matter yes. what you say. Yes. So, so, so keep that in mind. Um, some people just have a preconceived notion about certain products and, Nothing you say is going to convince them out of that. Like they just have their shields up. They've made their mind up. You're a sleazy salesperson and um, they're just not going to be talked out of it. Um, probably just sell them a meds up at that point. I mean, pe- people, people, I, I had someone criticize me recently. They're like, well, if you're a real salesperson, you'll talk them into what you want them to buy. I'm like, I don't give a, I don't want, I don't know if I should say it or not. <laughs> I, don't give a, I don't give a four letter word what they buy. There you go. <laughs> you know, I just yeah. want to sell. I just want to sell them something. Yeah. Right. And as long as it's not dramatically a bad fit for them and it's not hurting them, why do I care? Right. But if it's a good plan and it's going to work for them, I mean, I'll sell them what they want to sell. Like I'm, I'm not going to bust my butt, to talk them into something else when they're ready to go for this. So there is that. Um, but if you're, if, if, if someone approaches you and they're just like, you know, Medicare Advantage is bad. This is how I usually would respond. I'd say there, there's usually all of the horror stories, Mr. and Mrs. Johnson, that you hear about Medicare Advantage comes from somebody that had a plan picked out for them where the person that was picking it out or maybe them doing it themselves, they weren't taking all of the correct steps into, uh, into consideration. The, the right plan wasn't picked for them. Usually you hear situations where somebody was recommended a plan that their providers, their doctors weren't in the network. Well, we would never let that happen, Mrs. Johnson. We would check your doctors and make sure that they're in the network. That's usually nine out of 10 horror stories, Medicare Advantage plans. The other thing, Mrs. Johnson, is it's very, um, it's very, um, sorry, I just seen Jason Deems replying. Um, It's very common also, you know, that a lot of times people will just call into Joe Namath or some of these other companies and they'll just get randomly enrolled into a plan where they're not working with someone who really knows much about the local area and doesn't know about the market. I'm local, Mrs. Johnson. I know the market. I can, I can, I know, I know the plans as well as anybody. We'll check your prescriptions, make sure they're covered as well as possible. We'll check your doctors and make sure you don't run into any network issues. And as long as we do that, you're going to be protected very well. Now, granted, you're going to have your co-pays. There's always something we can do with that. We can always tag a hospital indemnity plan along with it to pay some of your larger co-pays that way it beefs up your coverage. So those are some things that I usually find people hear horror stories about network issues and things like that and, um, or referrals or something like that. If you get that, just give them the easiest plan you possibly can. No referrals. Um, PPO is probably better in and out of network if it's a, if it's a possibility and just laser focus, check their doctor's prescriptions and they'll, they'll probably be happy if, if you can get them to budge. I think that was an unbelievable. You, so there was there was a piece that you said in there that stood out, and I was like, "Yes, that's it." He hit it on the nose. It's 
you know, you just got to sell them what, what, what they want. Right. Like I, so, and I, I've talked about this multiple times on Taco Tuesday, but I'll just really quick highlight the story. So early in my career, I'd be selling life insurance and someone would talk about, well, I just want an accidental policy. I don't want life insurance. And I would berate them. I would be like, you do not want an accidental policy that I, only 1% of accidental life policies pay out. You have to fall off the roof, you know, and like, you know, whatever. It has to be just like crazy circumstances for that accidental policy to pay out, like a car accident, right? And then 99%, I mean, the stat I saw was 99% of accidental policies will not pay out. So um, I used to do that. I used to fight people and be like, no, you aren't buying this from me. (laughs) (laughs) And then, then I got smart. And when that came up again later in my career, I was like, accidental? Sure. I've got Mutual of Omaha accidental ADD right here, accidental death. How much do you want? 200,000 for 20 bucks a month? Here you go, Mrs. Jones. And I'm out the door. You know, I'm not going to try to change her mind. Maybe I'll say like one, maybe I'll just be like, are you, you understand the difference? Like, like maybe that's it, right? Maybe I'll be like, you know, do you understand the difference between like a term policy and an, and an accidental death policy? Like, do you get that? And, and maybe that's as far as I'll take it. And then if she really wants the ADD, boom, she's getting the accidental death policy. I'm, I'll get paid. She's a client on the books and I'm moving on to the next appointment. So um, yeah, I wouldn't, the bottom line, I'm not, I'm not fighting anybody on, on what they want. Yeah. It's, it's a situation where you're fighting an uphill battle, right? And um, why, if you don't have to, you know, like, absolutely. If if I was in that situation, I might give them just a slight teeny tiny pushback on the Medicare Advantage plan. I'd be like, well, you know, a lot of times people don't have the right plan picked for them. I'd talk about everything I just talked about very briefly, but if I, if I get, you know, more resistance, I'm just going to be a chameleon, chameleon and I'm going to jump, put on my med sub hat. Be like, well, I love med subs. Let's talk about plan G. Let's talk about plan N, you know? And so I don't think that's a bad thing to do. You know, I don't think you have to just marry one product and then all the rest be damned. And if you sell one, yeah. you're having an affair, you know, you don't need to do <laughs> <laughs> That's quite the analogy. I love it. All right. Who was that? Let's get him a prize. It was Chris Bell. Chris. Chris Bell. Bell. Real quickly, before we spin, what did Jason win again? He won 10 med sub leads. I don't know why he's asking for a login. Here. Shame on you, Jason. You got leads. I'm just going to say this. I don't forget. You got leads. You got leads. Okay. Because I was like, I don't want to give a login by mistake because I don't remember. You know, like. Yeah, we might have to. We might have to have someone tear through this to double check our, our prizes. Don't, don't try to take advantage of us, guys. Because yeah, might come on. Um, I'm spinning this virtually. Here we go. Here we go, Chris Bell. <laughs> Chris Bell, what did you win? Green summit ticket. I think he already has one though. Respin then. Chris Bell, do you have a summit ticket? I think he does. Chris, well, we can figure something out. I'll spin again just in case. But if you'd rather do the summit ticket, we can figure that out. But we'll spin again just to, just to be safe. Right. Yeah, he has a ticket. He has a ticket. Spin that wheel, son. Spin that wheel. Spin that wheel. 
10 T65 leads. Done. It happened. We just saw it happen right here. All you right, guys. Just like that. Chris Bell won 10 T. Did you guys see how fast he won those leads? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have 10 T65 leads. And then he had 10 T. It's crazy how fast that. Congratulations, Chris. Um, we'll see you at the summit, by the way. I'm pumped that you already bought your ticket. If you haven't bought your ticket, guys, my friend Christian Brindle here is throwing an awesome summit in Utah. Six-figure Medicare agent summit, the very first one. I'm speaking on stage. Chris is speaking on stage. We've got a he's got a ton of great people who are going to be contributing. I'm super excited. Can, can um, we name drop real quick on that? Drop those names. Drop okay, okay, those so names. Who's at the summit? You guys didn't, just in case you guys didn't know, you know, we have people like Galen Hendricks, Justin Brock, of course, Glenn, um, Justin Thomas, Danielle Kunkel Roberts. Tracy Lonesbury, Josh Lustick. Um, who's not? Maybe the shorter list is who's not. Who's not going to be? Brad Hannon, um, Tyler Reese, um, Lester Kahn, who was on Agent was on Taco Tuesday a few weeks back, who got a great, um, great uh, reaction to that episode. So Lester Kahn's going to be there. Um, and I know I'm missing somebody, and I feel like a total jerk that I'm missing. Oh, Joanna Wyckoff. There you go. Um, how can I forget that? How can I forget that one? Um, there's more guys. I just can't remember oh, everybody. Is my Tony M. Singh? Did I see that? Yeah. Yes. Tony Merwin. Tony Merwin. The legend is M. Singh. Yeah. That's going to be a blast, guys. So it, it's it's going to be fantastic. There's even a couple of speakers we haven't made public yet that are going to blow your guys' socks off. What? Um, and I'm wearing my 8% Nation socks today. $50 hey, hey. socks. $50 pair of socks or whatever. The <laughs> hey, Cody. Din- Cody, dinner's on Christian tonight. Hey. <laughs> but but yeah, guys. So um, it's it's an amazing lineup. So go get your tickets. Yes. Get your tickets to the summit right now. Chris, send me a DM, please. Remind me that you won those 10 T65 leads. We are going to get you those 10 T65 leads. Um. <clears throat> I what do you think? One more question each. I've got one yeah. I really wanted. Okay, one yeah. more each. Because I think we've pretty much given away every prize except your book. I think yeah. your book. Yeah. Thank goodness, you guys. That's Nobody, that's you don't want bad. that book. Let me tell you. No, I'm just kidding. I bought that book personally. I think it's a great book, great resource. Hopefully, we can oh. give it away. There it is. That's like the last prize we haven't given away yet. But I want to do one question each. The one that I really liked. It was about AEP. Oh, where is it? I have found it. Hang on. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. There it is. <clears throat> so I don't know who this is. Christian, you have to help me out. But here's a question. It happened at 3.28 p.m. What's the best advice? <clears throat> what's the best advice you can give agents just starting out one month before AEP? And here we are, you guys. Oh, you can smell it. It's like that. It's like that pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks. You can just smell it. We've got the NFL about to kick off here in about 10 days. Open enrollment is just over a month away. So I'm excited to hear what Christian has to say about this. I was just on a conference call this morning talking about AEP 2022. I think it's going to be huge. I think everybody who participates 
whether you're an agent, marketer, upline, I think it's going to be a great AEP. I'm putting some positive affirmations out there. Hopefully you guys will do that with me, but advice for your first one. So first of all, if you're brand new and you're coming into AEP, do not compare yourself to an established agent or an established agency or a call center or a telesales agent who's been doing this for five years. Do not do that. And the interesting part I will say is last AAP in, in my Facebook group, How to Market and Sell Insurance to Seniors, I posted a question and I asked you guys, I said, hey, tell me your goals. And the goals were all across the board. You know, I hope to get 50 apps. I'm going to do 300 apps, you know, and everything in between. So I think setting a goal is a great thing. Having a plan on how you're going to market, how you're going to get in front of people. Are you buying leads? Are you going to go, are you doing, you know, in-person events? Are you attending in-person events? Are you going to get a table at, you know, CVS, Walmart? You know, are you going to sell over the phone? Are you selling face-to-face? Do you have an, you know, an office for them, for people to come see you at? So have a plan, have a plan, have a goal, Um, have a, have a CRM system of some type where you're tracking these people you know, what your conversations were when you had those conversations. That's kind of a, that's kind of a short, I don't want to, I don't want to take up too much more time. Christian, take it away. Brand new agent, first AP. We're just over a month away. What's your advice? So I'm I'm having trouble finding that person's name. So if, if you guys could do us a favor, (laughs) Let us know who said that, <laughs> who asked that question. Maybe it's, on, maybe it's on LinkedIn. I'll have to look. I think the, the, the stream is only showing me the newest comments for some reason. We'll so find you. Showing me any after a certain point, but we'll, we'll find it. But um, so for a new agent going into AEP, I think Glenn hit it right on the head. During AEP, everybody likes to come out and flex their, their guns a little bit. I wrote a hundred apps today when, when really they, they, I mean, I, I don't know many people that write a hundred apps in a day, but, but everybody will act like they did. Um, yep. And it really, really, you can't write a hundred apps in a day. Like I can't think of a way you can talk to enough people compliantly. I just, anyway, you get my point. Yeah. Um, everybody's going to come out of the woodworks and um, you know, I would say the, the main thing is just keep into consideration a lot of times when you're seeing a lot of AEP numbers, like Glenn said, a lot of times it's agencies. It's a team of like 25 people's production and or 50 people's production that they're they're posting and throwing out there just to flaunt. And you may you might think it's one guy, you know, and you just don't know any better. Like just don't beat yourself up. You know, I would say stay stay positive. Um, make sure that you are um not really, you know, playing the compare game. Like Glenn said, I thought that was really important. The other thing I would say is do everything you need to do now in your personal life. If you need to get your oil changed, do it right now. If you need to get, go to the doctor or the dentist and get a cleaning, get it done in September. Do not let anything drag into AEP. Nothing. Because as much as possible, like if you have to have dinner with your in-laws, do it now. And tell them you can't do it in the fall. You know, I mean, you just need to slide everything you can off your freaking plate 
and spend time selling because you have about a seven to seven and a half week window to take advantage and sell as much business as you can. And it's the best opportunity you're going to have all year round. Um, so don't waste it. Uh, <clears throat> absolute home run. Um, there's people out there who don't work at all except during open enrollment. That's how profitable this time of the year can be. So when Christian's saying do nothing but sell, <laughs> kind of good advice uh, if I'm being honest. So um, we had a helper and thank, thank the Lord we did because I checked every comment I could and I couldn't find it. Um, but it was Zach. Uh, it was in my Facebook group, Zach Wischina. Zach Wischina asked that question. Zach, thank you for that great question. Christian, let's see what Zach's going to win. All right. I love it. The wheel spins. Woo! Ten minutes up, please. <laughs> Man, you're giving away a lot of a lead. Yeah. All right. The My All right. Before Zach, we put leader out of business, we should do one more. Um, one more, yes. One more. Okay. So this is a great one. Where did it go? Okay. So this is from David. David, I'm not going to say your last name right. I'm sorry. I don't know <laughs> but I don't want to butcher your last name. People butcher my last name all the time. Um, so, but it was a great book. It was, it was a great question. Do either of you have a book coming out in the horizon? Oh, okay. New books. Yeah. So that, that was an easy to answer question. But um, so for me, I actually had thought about writing a full-on sales book, nothing but sales tactics. Um, part of the reason was because the last year or so, I've been spending so much time preaching and teaching branding and content creation and content marketing and things along those, that, those lines. And I think people have were starting to forget what a, what a good salesperson that I am. I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I think people were starting to forget that as a strength of mine. And... Um, and so I really wanted to just start to focus more, just to lean back more into the sales stuff. I think you guys have enough content about me talking about content. Um, and so I'm, I've been thinking, I don't have, I haven't started the book yet. It's just been a thought that's rolling around in my head, but um, it wouldn't surprise me if I start working on it after AEP because I'm sick in the head and I can't stop working. Yeah, I think we talked about that privately. Um, like getting to the bait, getting back to the basics and like the value of like true sales training, because so much of sales training now is either fluff or it's like focused around a carrier. No, I think, I think that's something that's missing. I think that would be fantastic. I'd love, I'd love to read it, man. I really would. Um, so same question to me. So I have two different book ideas that I've toyed around with. So one is doing an updated version of my how to qualify, present, and sell final expense and Medicare supplements to seniors. There's some stuff that's outdated in it already. Um, there's some, um, there's a couple like tiny little errors that, that I haven't updated. So I'm like, I'm really wanting to update it. But then the other idea for a book that I've already outlined, um, and I even started writing it, I think at one point, but I just, just had that project sitting to the side. Um, it was how to how to train, how to hire, train, and manage a virtual assistant. 
Ooh, so, ooh. Yeah, I thought that'd be kind of a nice pairing to my book. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's I've got kind of two ideas spinning. We'll see. We'll see what happens and when. When we'll have free. That's the thing. Christian hit on the head there. When will we have free time to write a book again? I don't know. Maybe never. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, and, and both of those sound great, though. If they ever, if I mean, when, when, or if they see the light of day, I'll buy them both. Um, I appreciate it, and I'll and I'll read them. And so I'm 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 excited for that. I mean, I think you can probably back me up on this. I hate writing books. I detest writing books. It's not fun. It's like, hard. It, it sucks, and um, it's time consuming, and it's just. It's just not fun. And I, I probably put the least amount of work into my books. I'll be honest with you guys. Like I'd slap them together and I have them proofread one time and then they go out, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, there's not a whole lot of editing and I still hate writing books. Um, so I would say, you know, um, if, if, if Glenn puts a book out or Rob, I put a book out, I think you can say, you can, you can be assured that um, it's one of those things that, we, we believe it's something you should hear because it's not fun to do. We don't do it for joy. I know. So I know we've been spinning the wheel, but I feel like it's too fitting to end with the last prize we haven't given out, especially since it's book related. I think it should automatically default to your book. Yeah. Spin, yeah. You should, you should just spin the wheel slowly to your book. <laughs> with whatever it lands on. You I mean, we, what, could, hey, we, could, we could spend something random. I don't know. Whatever um, you want to do. I'm down. I, I feel maybe it's not fair to the, the question asker if we don't spin it. I don't know. Right, I was thinking I, I, I didn't. Because I, I, let's see. Your call. How about I'm we down. do that? All right. I got an idea. I got an idea. Okay. Here's what we're going to do, guys. Okay. Let's spin it again. Spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. Tricare course. So we'll do Tricare course, the book, and I'll throw in Feed the Beast if you're interested. Whoa, two courses and a book. There we go. I love that. So, so David, slide in my DMs. Remind me that I promise this. Hold me accountable and I'll get it all to you. Woo. We did it, dude. We gave it all we away. It. We did it. We gave, we gave the house work. away. It was more, I think I gave away so many leads. I think we might be beyond five grand, but I love it. This was so much fun, man. Guys, thank you for, for participating. You guys were awesome. You gave some great questions and um, yeah, I mean, this was exciting. This was fun. I mean, you know, I'm sure we'll, we'll probably do this again in the future, but probably not too often because we don't, we don't all want to go bankrupt. But <laughs> give five grand away of material every single five week. grand away every single week. <laughs> yeah, just a quick thank you. You know, I guess I'll do my final thoughts here. Quick thank you to all of you who make this possible that listen and watch and tune in live. I know there's a, a whole team replay that they can't tune in live, or it's maybe it's, this isn't a good day or good time, um, and you're watching the replay or you're listening to the podcast where podcasts. You can find you can find this our audio on just about every podcast platform. So thank you, you guys. Um, and so this was I wanted to talk with Christian about putting something together where we can give back to the audience. So this was super fun. Agreed, agreed. Um, 
my final thoughts, guys, are thank you for being a great audience. Thank you for being the the, the titties, the taco, the TTs. <laughs> the TTs, the TTs. I think we're losing audiences thing. over that. I think we're losing audience members over that. I need to stop saying that. But um, no, they, but, but in all seriousness, guys, thanks for being a great um, a great audience. And um, thank you for tuning in week after week. Um, we really enjoyed doing this. I remember the first time we ever did this. Um, it was Glenn's idea. Glenn was like, let's do a Taco Tuesday live stream and just do like insurance training. It was supposed to be like a one-time thing. Yeah. And um, it really grew legs and turned into something that we were doing weekly. And then I think it was Cameron Giardini was like, why don't you guys turn this into a podcast? Yeah, it totally was. And um, it's crazy. And so we we started doing that and started putting it up. And it just really kind of just grew um, – tremendous like daddy long leg legs and started to lift up off the ground and walk away. And um, so, yeah, I mean, we just appreciate all of you guys and all of your support. Um, we have some really, really fantastic um, guests coming up before AEP. So um, you don't, you don't want to miss any of the episodes coming up and um, yeah, let's get ready for AEP guys. Yep. It's coming. It's here. Oh, it's here. AP 2022, you guys. Again, thank you for everyone who participated today. We are going to make sure we get those prizes out to you as soon as possible. Um, until next Tuesday. See you later, guys. Adios.